Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to the Three Martini Lunch. Grab a stool next to Greg Corumbus of Radio America and Jim Garrity of National Review. Three Martinis coming up. Glad you're with us for the Tuesday edition of the Three Martini Lunch. We hope you enjoyed our Independence Day special and the things we love about America on our Monday edition. We also hope you had a great time with family and friends celebrating the 246th birthday of our nation. Uh, Jim, we have, I think, two good martinis and a really bad one. Uh, The second good one also has a twinge of crazy since it involves Gavin Newsom. But nonetheless, uh, we look for good news and a good angle anywhere we can get it. And there's certainly that there as well. Let's start with our first good martini now, though. And Jim, the Supreme Court Marshal, Gail Curley, has now uh, specifically asked the state officials in Maryland and Virginia to do their jobs and stop demonstrations in front of the homes of U.S. Supreme Court justices. Uh, ABC News with the story saying that Gail Curley in her letters pointed to a Maryland law which states, quote, a person may not intentionally assemble with another in a manner that disrupts a person's right to tranquility in the person's home, unquote. The law provides imprisonment for up to 90 days or a $100 fine. Curley also cited a Montgomery County law that states a person or a group of persons must not picket in front of or adjacent to any private residence. Uh, Larry Hogan, the governor of Maryland, released a statement saying, look, we've been asking the Attorney General Merrick Garland to enforce this law for a long time. So uh, thanks for your letter, but we were already well aware of this. So, Jim, on the one hand, good to have that reinforcement from the Supreme Court Marshal. On the other hand, the leak happened almost two months ago. So I don't know if she was doing this behind the scenes until now, but this seems a little late. So I should remind listeners, this is indeed the marshal of the Supreme Court that I believe Louise Mensch said was going to execute Donald Trump, if I remember her <laughs> conspiracy theory correctly. So yeah, the Supreme Court does have a marshal. Uh, it does raise a question of what's been going on. What, where was this marshal for the past two months or so? This is not a you know phenomenon that just started in the past few days. It's been going on for the better part of two months. Uh, There was clearly that assassination attempt on Justice Kavanaugh, which you think would kick things into a higher gear if there was any, you know, foot dragging or anything like that. But who knows? Maybe the marshal has been trying to do this behind uh, closed doors. It is kind of an irony that this is the justices in question live in two states with Republican governors who have pledged and said, we will offer state police, we will offer whatever resources we have to ensure the safety of the justices. Um, I have a very, very hard time believing that if there were protests like this, angry, threatening, not quite violent, but uh, certainly gruesome in their imagery and, and certainly angry in this, you know, very tense situation, that if this was happening at the homes of Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, um, or the new justice, uh, either you know the departing justice or the new justice, in any of those circumstances, we'd be hearing a lot about this. And we'd be hearing about this atmosphere of hate 
And we'd be hearing about this, you know, ticking time bomb of, a, of an environment. Why isn't anybody doing anything about this? But because this is happening on the, you know, homes of justices appointed by Republican presidents, and they're perceived to be conservative or strict constructionist or originalist or Republican judges. Well, for some reason, that's okay then. They, they, they brought this upon themselves. They knew the risks. What were, what were they thinking, you know, make, making the decisions they did? So hopefully this begins the process of calming them down. You've made, you know, first of all, it is indeed a federal law to protest at the home of a judge or make a demonstration at a home of a judge in an effort to, to alter their decision. Um, and this, you know, this should have been wrapped up very early on in my mind. You know, this was a, there wasn't any doubt that these protests were designed to alter a forthcoming decision by the justices. But, you know, for obvious reasons, the Department, U.S. Department of Justice under Merrick Garland didn't feel any particular, you know, strong motivation to act upon this. Um, this act by the uh, Marshall Supreme Court will hopefully get things going in the right direction. Hopefully it is calling more attention and creating this into a, a kind of problem that can no longer be ignored and, you know, folks on the left cannot revert their eyes from this. But we will see, um, Greg. But, you know, the other thing, the other kind of aspect of this is that, you know, you think about it. We've talked about this phenomenon on the left and how their attitude going back to John Roberts and the Obamacare decision was, well, we'll intimidate you. We, we, will, we will tell you if you rule against us, we're going to make you pay. Uh, almost literally, as, as Schumer said in that uh, infamous demonstration on the Supreme Court steps. Well, here we are. And not only did it not change their minds, it may have, you know, driven Roberts over uh, into supporting the decision, at least in, the, in, some, in some form. Uh, it didn't work. And so the good news is the intimidation isn't working. Uh, and hopefully the demonstrations outside the justices' houses will be coming to an end soon. Yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, you may have noticed, I'm sure you have, Jim, but uh, hopefully um, our, our listeners have seen this as well, that uh, celebrities are a big part of fanning the flames of this confrontation aspect. Um, Samantha B being the latest, uh, saying, quote, on her TBS show, which is apparently still on the air, we have to raise hell in our cities, in Washington, in every restaurant Justice Alito eats at for the rest of his life. Because if Republicans have made our lives hell, it's time to return the favor. Hard to imagine how that could be taken way too far, right? Well, I was going to say, you notice you don't see uh, any uh, Samantha Bee out there protesting. <laughs> you don't see any of these celebrities out there risk, running the risks of getting you know, arrested or something like that. No, no, it's for you peon followers. You guys take the risks of this. I'm going to you know, stay here safe in my studio. <clears throat> and I'll take credit for what you're doing, but I will not actually take any of the responsibility for the consequences of the actions I have encouraged you to take. No, it's absolutely absurd. Absolutely absurd. So good on the marshal for doing this. Uh, it is coming late, but hopefully uh, states are going to act on it and locales also because Montgomery County, Maryland is uh, insanely left. So uh, they might not even do what Larry Hogan asked them to do. But uh, nonetheless, uh, we do have midterms this year and we got a presidential election coming up in 2024 and three martini lunch brought to you in part today by the Presidential Election Project. Imagine a scenario in 2024 that is similar to 2020 with a lot of questions about irregularities in votes and maybe even debates and recounts of votes in key states. Except this time, it wouldn't be Mike Pence. It would be Vice President Kamala Harris, who's being urged to interpret her role in the process as one where she has the right to determine which electoral votes count. And why? Because the Electoral Count Act just isn't specific enough. 
The Presidential Election Project wants to see this changed. So go to presidentialelectionproject.com now. Sign up to get the updates and learn more about this very important procedural ceremony and what steps Congress is taking to reform and clarify our electoral process. The project urges you to visit presidentialelectionproject.com and sign up to get updates so that by 2024, there's no question that Vice President Harris will not have the power to overturn those results. Presidentialelectionproject.com. All right, well, let's talk about some more good news, and that's Four Patriots, where you can find them at fourpatriots.com slash martini and find all the great deals, including getting a free solar panel with the purchase of the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. As we always say with Four Patriots, you need to be prepared because you just don't know when the power is going to go out. The Patriot Power Generator 2000X worth its weight in gold because it has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run all the big appliances like your fridge, your freezer, and medical devices. Comes with 12 outlets, including four AC, plus two USB-C outlets that can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Never needs gas, thanks to that solar panel. Fume-free, silent, and safe. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Visit 4Patriots.com martini to get your Patriot Power Generator 2000X with the free solar panel included. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $97. Save more and get peace of mind now by going to the number 4Patriots.com martini. That's 4Patriots.com martini. How much do you spend from your paycheck in about 100 days? The Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet. The federal government is on pace to spend over $1 trillion per every 100 days. Are Speaker Johnson and congressional Republicans doing anything about it? Enough is enough. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Jim, on to our second good martini with a twinge of crazy, but still in a good way. Uh, Gavin Newsom is running for re-election as governor of California. If you're thinking he was just on the ballot. Yeah, he was. We tried to recall him. It really failed kind of spectacularly, but it's California. Uh, it's deep blue. So even despite his uh, hypocrisy, his uh, horrible management, not only of the pandemic, but in so many other ways, uh, California voters decided to keep him by a fairly large margin. Uh, now, of course, he's running for an actual second term, but it's increasingly clear that he's got an eye on 2024. If Biden doesn't run again, and heck, maybe even if he does. But uh, in addition to trying to reach California voters, he's trying to reach Florida voters, Jim. And his argument, at least in his most recent ad, is that in his mind anyway, hey, come over to California. We have more freedom here. Here's how he put it. It's Independence Day. So let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. Okay, so by his definition, uh, freedom of speech being under attack is uh, not having teachers indoctrinate really young school kids on uh, uh, topics of sexual orientation and gender identity. Uh, uh, making voting harder means bringing an ID to the polls. And, uh, you know, apparently Florida not wanting to uh, allow abortion all the way up to the moment of birth and possibly beyond, Jim, uh, really restricting freedom. So uh, California is clearly the model for freedom in this country. 
So I, I will begin by observing, if you are a Democrat, and the midterm looks bad, and something like 71% of Americans don't want Joe Biden to run for another term, Kamala Harris's approval ratings are even worse than Biden's, uh, and just this general, you could argue malaise if you want to go with the Jimmy Carter route, just the, the country's in a really depressed, frustrated, stressed state, inflation either is out of control, Nobody has any faith in this administration to fix it. So if you're a Democrat, the situation looks pretty dire right now. And Gavin Newsom probably is playing the strongest card that Democrats have, which is to go on the attack, right? Which is to say, look, I'm not going to talk about the actual state of the country. I'm not even going to talk that much about California other than a whole bunch of euphemisms that make you sound like it's still utopia. I'm going to go on the attack, say Republicans are terrible. We're doing terrific here in California. Why don't you come move here? And here's the great irony. Greg, I'd be surprised if the Florida Republican Party didn't run an ad right after that saying, yes, we agree with Gavin Newsom. If you are liberal or progressive, please move to California. <laughs> In fact, you know, New York, uh, really, any state, if you are a liberal side of persuasion, you're right. Everything is great in California, particularly the housing prices. Move out there as quickly as you can. Uh, there's a whole bunch of moving vans here in places like Texas that if you could, they're available, you know, it's very tough to get them back to California um, because nothing could be more useful to Republicans than to concentrate liberal progressives in one state <laughs> so that the electoral college vote is even more. All those purple states turn redder, all the blue, the, uh, blue states turn purple, et cetera, et cetera. No, you're, you're correct, though, that like banning books is this euphemism they use for taking books out of school curriculums or out of a school library because they've decided it's inappropriate for that age group listeners of this podcast know there are books that are appropriate for elementary schools there are books that are element appropriate for middle schools and there are books that are appropriate for high schools and there are some books you'd probably say you know what nobody under 18 should be reading that that should not be in a school library that's what this alleged banning of books nobody's burning them nobody's taking them out you can get them at barnes and noble and someone pointed out this barnes and noble display that said banned books well, if they're all for sale, they're not really banned now, are they? So um, this kind of like, you know, hand waving, this effort to distract or something like that. But I guess the other thing that kind of comes out of this between this and, you know, Gavin Newsom taking his time to post on the Trump social media uh, pro, you know, platform, Truth Social. Greg, does he, does he ever spend any time actually, you know, governing California? <laughs> the less, he the just, better. He seems bored. He, he really seems, I, you know, I've done all I can do in this job. I really want to be president someday. I'm going to spend a lot of time focusing on issues outside of my state. I'm going to run ads in Florida. I'm going to act like I'm ready to take on Trump. And then, look, let's see what happens with Biden and Harris. Maybe they don't run. I'm the, I'm the natural successor. I've got a huge fundraising base. I'm going to be just fine. Um, and it's very hard to see. You know, I don't know if he's going to run in 2024, but clearly he wants to run and expects to run sometime in the not too distant future. And I think this ad is further evidence of that. While it's probably better than, you know, trying to say, oh, Biden and Harris are doing a terrific job, I still think the fact that people are moving out of California and into Florida is a good indicator of the quality of life in those places. Oh, yeah. by the way, yeah. the, the you know, they won't let people vote. Yet there was higher turnout in places like Georgia when they enacted these sorts of changes. Exactly. Yeah, they're 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 completely uh, throwing things against the wall, and and the reality when people show up to vote is very different than the dire situation the Democrats promised. So if Gavin Newsom wants to have the fight over which state is freer, bring it on. That's why this is a good martini. Uh, it's no question, and the latest census numbers, uh, you know, prove it. Which state's growing? Which state is shrinking? Which state is hemorrhaging major corporations because they're just tired of the taxes and regulation? It's not. 
live in close. So uh, good luck with that, though, Gavin Newsom. Keep keep comparing the two states. I think that's going to go really well for us. All right, Jim, on to our next sponsor. And of course, that is my pillow. Uh, we love the sheets. We love the towels. We love the pillows themselves. And I especially love the my slippers. So comfortable walking around the house in those. And right now they got their big blowout sales still going on. You can save $90. So instead of paying $139.98, for your slippers, the blowout price, $49.98 with the promo code Martini. It took two years to develop this exclusive four-tier cushioning system. The MyPillow patented fill, the comfort memory foam, the patented impact gel, and the indoor-outdoor sole, which means you can wear this indoors, outdoors, wherever you like, all day long. These slippers are made with quality leather suede. They're available in a variety of styles, colors, and sizes. They're machine washable, and yes, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a one-year limited warranty. Go to MyPillow.com slash martini or call 800-874-0104 for the MySlippers at only $49.95. While you're there, take advantage of the deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the buy one, get one free extravaganza on bed sheets, MyPillows, and more. Visit MyPillow.com slash martini or call 800-874-0104 today for the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own and get Mike's book free. MyPillow.com slash martini or call 800-874-0104. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. Google Gemini correctly predicts the present day. Mind control matrix. The internet, television, even our phones wouldn't just be distractions, but tools used to manipulate the masses and suppress critical thinking. I said that correctly. Check out The Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Jim, on to our horrible martini. And it uh, certainly consumed most of the news, understandably, on Monday uh, after we got the news that there had been a mass shooting at the 4th of July parade in Highland Park, Illinois. This is one of the northern uh, Chicago suburbs. This is not typical activity. You hear about all the the gun crime in, in Chicago. This is not the part of the metro area where that normally happens. This is a fairly low crime area. A well-to-do area, 31 people shot, believed, six dead, um, and, and many others injured still. We don't know the severity of those injuries. Hopefully, they all make it. Uh, the gunman was on the lam for a while, but eventually taken down by law enforcement uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, and once again, Jim, we have a situation where the shooter, quote-unquote, was known to law enforcement. Uh, according uh, to WGN-TV, uh, the suspect um, was a prolific poster online where he apparently went by the name, quote, Awake the Rapper. His videos uh, foretell his alleged violent acts. In one, he appears to uh, dramatize a school shooting. In another video, he appears to animate his own demise in a confrontation with police. And uh, the postings inform the operation uh, to arrest him. So, Jim, don't know the... The situation with the family or uh, actual charges or run-ins with law enforcement before, but the social media certainly raising a lot of red flags uh, in hindsight. So um, once again, we seem to be at this maddening place after a horrific event. Yeah, as of this recording, we do not know how the shooter got his firearm. Uh, we do not, at this point, there's not been any uh, confirmation of a criminal record that would have prevented him from purchasing a firearm. But there is a lot on those about his social media feeds. And so I wrote about this in today's Morning Jolt. I didn't want to. This is a horrible topic to talk about and write about. 
right after we come back from a holiday weekend. But this once again seems to fit this really familiar and enraging and frustrating pattern of someone who is an angry young man known to law enforcement full of social media feed that you know quote appears to be dramatizing a school shooting in another video he appears to animate his own demise in a confrontation with police quote he left a long trail of tributes to mass shootings and public killings on social media platforms according to numerous profiles that appear to belong to him now i'm assuming these social media posts were one of the things that put him on law enforcement's radar. We don't know the specifics of it, but apparently this was a, you know, this kind of figure. He's also apparently his father ran for mayor a few years ago, uh, apparently a small businessman or, or you know, the, the family is known in this community. And there's various, you know, comments that, oh, he was very quiet, stayed to himself. Other folks said he was this, but clearly he's putting out this kind of stuff. And there are a lot of questions to have on a day like today, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, sadness, grief. One of the things that comes to mind, though, is um, how many posts do you have to put up that either glory, you know, imagining yourself as a school shooter or imagining yourself as a mass shooter, uh, full of this kind of bloody stuff uh, and, and, you know, basically fantasizing about being a mass shooter before, A, the social media platform contacts law enforcement and, two, the social media platform, uh, you know, shuts down this account. And I, I just can't help but think of the contrast of how regularly the, the parody and satire site um, the Babylon Bee seems to get shut down every couple months because ah oh, they've they've done so they've spread disinformation on you know through parodies or something like that, or oh we accidentally shut it down you know all kind of stuff, and yeah you know, clearly somebody's watching those sites, and the moment they do something that might be in the neighborhood of something controversial up oh, shut it down boop like there's a button at Twitter headquarters or maybe these other social media platforms, and yet here's this guy putting out videos animating you know mass shootings. And that doesn't stir, raise any red flags. That doesn't stir anybody at any of these social media platforms. It really feels like the social media platforms are on, you know, a hair trigger sensor for anything that could be conservative or could offend a liberal. But, you know, this is the stuff that I think is a much broader spectrum of Americans would say, well, it doesn't belong up on social media and or kind of a further evidence of like, well, whoever's doing this. Boy, it really seems disturbing. That really seems like someone who's got serious mental problems. Could someone go over there and talk to that person? Maybe this is all harmless, but we've seen too many cases where people who are fantasizing or heavily enthusiastically following and talking about the Columbine shootings then go on to become school shooters. So it's another baffling case of this. We've talked about this on this podcast over and over again, and it's just an awful start to begin the rest of the week. And what we're going to hear from the left, because as you pointed out and other people are pointing out, Illinois has got very strict uh, gun control laws. Chicago has very, very strict. And uh, you mentioned the assault weapons ban in that particular town. The the talking point seems to be, oh, they just all go to Indiana and get them because they have looser uh, gun purchasing laws there. I'm pretty sure it's not uh, that that simple. So uh, they're gonna they're gonna flail as uh, to explain why their why their awesome gun control laws don't actually do any gun control. But uh, uh, that's what we're gonna hear for the next few days and weeks. I think. I was gonna say it's much easier to blame Indiana's gun laws than to look at the own community's ability to handle the severely mentally ill, disturbed, and those with violent impulses. Yeah. You're absolutely right. All right, Jim. Wish we had happier news to come back to after a wonderful holiday break, but uh, 
Hope springs eternal for tomorrow. See you then. See you tomorrow, Greg. Jim Garrity, National Review. I'm Greg Columbus, Radio America. Thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, Do subscribe to the podcast if you don't already. Tell a friend about us as well. Thank you very much for your five-star ratings and your kind reviews. They really do help us with the podcast. Uh, Get us on your home devices. All you have to say is play Three Martini Lunch Podcast. And follow us on Twitter. He's at Jim Garrity. I'm at Dateline underscore DC. Have a great Tuesday. And please join us on Wednesday for the next Three Martini Lunch. California-based radio host Jennifer Horn joins me to discuss how deep blue California is fed up with the disastrous policies of the left. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Jennifer tells me why Latino voters shifting to the right are going to be a huge story in her state and beyond. And I'll discuss what to expect at the border now that the Supreme Court says the Biden administration can kill Title 42. Don't miss it. Follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.